Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Did you ever notice how Kit Kat uh-huh. consists of two things, chocolate and wafer? No, it has three things. What else? It has that little um, thin, kind of cool, like really good little cool. layer. It has that little layer in between. You're going to... Chocolate. Cool. Caramel. But it's like a... It's no, a, no it's not caramel. There's something in the wafer. Yeah, it's like a smooth, chocolate. softer chocolate. But it's not just straight up chocolate. Uh, it's chocolate. I thought it was just wafer. Wasn't it just wafer? It's wafer and chocolate. It's this shit, dude. See how it's like a different kind? I know, but it's let me, the let, me see, let me see that Kit Kat. I yeah, it is chocolate flavor, but oh it's like, God. but it's definitely a different. It's not just straight up. It's not the same chocolate as the outside. See, it's not tempered, so maybe it looks different. It's like right in between and wafer and chocolate. My point is, when you take a Twix, you get three ingredients. Oh wow, more is better, dude. Thank you, Lane. Mm-hmm. God. You get chocolate. Where's the, where's the crispy snap though with that Twix? Yeah. It's in the cookie. It's all there. Caramel. The caramel takes away from it. Twix just aren't that good, dude. Um, no, they're good. They're both good. It's hey, very hard to. Well, good. since we're talking about this, your your bullshit opinions. <laughs> let's get. We did a. Um, we did a poll on Patreon. Should we introduce a podcast? Maybe. Oh uh, yeah, let's see that. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren Twix McGee. I'm Brian. Sorry, I have a bite of this bullshit cookie thing in my mouth. His name's Lane. Sorry. His name's Lane. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing this bullshit remote thing. Uh, my name is Art. Thanks for joining us, Art. It's Art, I'm sitting in, in your seat, by the way. Nice. How's, is it cozy? Give your heads up there. Are you, I need a cozy. beer to wash down this Twix. Are you gesturing every time? Um, Anything, in, yeah. Every time you talk about something, are you gesturing in the direction of Warren as I do? He is. I am staring at Warren a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because I don't want to make eye contact with Lane, though. Yeah. So, on Patreon, we have uh, a bunch of Patreon subscribers, which are our best listeners. Best people (laughs) I know. The smartest listeners. And the smartest and just the coolest, everything. I will say they're the most engaging. Yeah, and last week, I... uh, on Patreon, I posed the que- I asked a bunch of questions. Basically, I did 10 questions to all of our listeners, and it was kind of a get-to-know-you thing. So, what's your name? What was your first car? Dream car, three-car three garage, blah, blah, blah. Let's blah, get blah. to the real good. But I have four questions that have been... These are questions that have been, been debated on the Driving Well Awesome podcast over the last, like, four years. Uh, and these are the questions that I asked them. Well, and you either you choose one or the other. So, never fly again or never have cheese again was one of the questions. Hot, hot topic. Hot topic. Mm. Warren asked us this once, and it was oh, I forgot about the bear. The one. bear what one. Was the a bear? shark and a bear. Shark in a or a bear. room with no door. And, and he said like man. a cougar or something. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. One car okay. solution. And then we have Twix or Kit Kat, which came up recently, I believe. Yep. And then we have thin or thick thick cut crust pizza, thin or thick crust pizza, 
And then we have uh, one from the last podcast, which is Taco Bell or Chipotle. Yeah. So I asked those, and I have all the uh, I have the total. You have the results. I have the results. The tallied results. Drum roll, right, let's, please. Let's finish with uh, <coughs> cheese plain. Oh, you want okay cheese okay. plain? I was gonna start with that. That's the, it's the worst. You. It smells a lot, but it is really good. All right, let's start with cheese plain. Let's start with thin or thick crust, because that one is the biggest landslide. Okay, so let's see. Let's choose what we would do. I'm a thin crust guy. I'm a thin crust guy. I, I actually answered all these questions too. Oh I'm yeah, a, Brian did too. His guy. is probably part of this. I'm in there. Yeah, New York style. Art, we're going thin or thick on this. Yeah. <sighs> um, it's an immediate answer, man. Is that real? It's gonna go to a story about when he went to Chicago. I know, once, and, and I had this one. There's lessons from lessons from Tony's in <laughs> Chicago. There's a super cute girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, the thing is that like I'm treating this as like a forever thing, right? This is basically your choice for the rest of your life, and so just uh, yeah, no, sure, just which yeah. one do you like better is the question. Oh, okay, right? okay. So this is not cheese airplane. This is just which one you like. No, better. no, it's oh, not cheese airplane. Thick crust. Yeah. Thick crust. Uh, oh, wait, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thin crust? I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Wait, we said thin versus thick crust, or is it thin versus deep dish pizza? Same. Yeah. Thin versus thick. Thin versus deep. Thin. But it's the same thin. thing. Okay. Thin. Good Car, quick answer, at least. <laughs> By the way, he clarified if it was thin versus thick or deep, and he still went thin. <laughs> and what? just to, so <laughs> we had a matter? bunch of, out of all these really smart, awesome people on Patreon that answered this, we have a bunch of idiots that didn't answer every question. They're like, well, both. Oh, right. You or, know, I don't I agree with this I question. I just want to go and strangle them when they say <laughs> so that. So just imagine what kind of feedback we'd get from the non-Patreon people. I mean, that would be. Right. So thin crust, we had 20 votes for thin crust. And we had four votes for thick crust. Okay. Landslide. We live in a gluten-free world today, boys. Well, less people gluten. just don't like that gluten. Oh, they feel on, guilty dude. about it. They want that nope. crispy, thin crust. Right. Wait, less wait, crust, wait. Crispy, thin. And it's brainwashing, no, no, really. No, crispy, thin for me. I want, like, Milanese. I want Milano style, the really thin one with, with oh, you know, with, yeah, with you, the bubbly crust. You gotta pull it apart. Airy, with bubbly yeah, crust. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. bite and pull it. Yeah. Killer. No. A nice chewy crust. <laughs> Brian's acting out how to eat pizza. I, know. <laughs> I, hate, it. I hate it. You get to look at him I, when he does that. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm, I'm acting it. towards you, too, for some weird reason. The next one is uh, we're living this out right now as you're listening to this. Twix versus Kit Kat. And... This one was very close. I know. In favor of Warren. Yes. And his damn Twix. God, smart, smart people. <laughs> uh, bunch smart of idiots. People. Bunch of idiots, dude. Twix. Uh, and people are like, I oh, like the left Twix or something. What? Like, supposedly uh, there's like a left Twix. Such right. a Twix guy a, type of yeah. reply, huh? Yeah, right? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Give me uh, a break. But Classic my boy Twix. Richard Chen, who's like, break. Richard Chen, who's, we can all agree, is the, one of the most awesome people we know. King of Radwood 20. He said uh, caramel should be banned. Whoa. That's that's controversial. I, don't, I think he was drunk when he said that. <laughs> first of all. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so 13 people voted for Twix. Wait, yeah. 12 for Kit Kat. Nice. Art, did you vote Dang. for this? Dang. Art, what was your pick? Dude, I'm a Twix guy all the way, dog. Dude, so that tips the scales. If you guys so would have like... just replied to this thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Because Warren didn't reply, so that would have been one more for for Twix. We would have been tied. I'm Kit Kat, you're Kit Kat. But he replied. But then Art is oh, also yeah. Kit Kat. No, no Twix. he's Twix. Oh, he's Twix. Yeah. So Twix would have won even Twix, dog. harder. No, it would have been a tie at that point, right? No. Oh, no. 
Yeah, we would have won harder. Yeah. By two. Well, no, because I'm I'm already counted. Well, it would have just been one harder. extra for Lane and then two yeah. extra for us. Yeah. And we were yep. already yep. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We would have won harder. Harder. <laughs> Way harder. Hard, hard win. So yeah. soon ago. Hard win. Next one we're doing Taco Bell, Taco Bell versus Chipotle. And so the background really is what makes you feel more. What Poopy. was it? No, more gross, right? I guess so. Or greasy. Taco Bell's not gross. Uh, and the, our <laughs> listeners are. Our, by the way, the guy asking asking the question throws in a little Taco Bell's not gross. What's your answer? <laughs> what was that? Our listeners, Patreon subscribers, are very smart people. Very smart people. Uh, Discerning this. Yeah. Fourteen for Taco Bell. Eleven for Chipotle. Wow. <laughs> Chip went down hard there. That's like, and a lot of people were saying, it. like, they're like, because, like, okay, here's my my feeling. You got sick. You want ones. real Mexican food? I go with real Mexican food. Yeah, I go that's not the choice. That's no, not the choice. No, but I'm saying Chipotle fucking is whack as No, I'm saying you're out in a fucking truck stop and there's and I'm two going restaurants. Taco, yeah, Taco Bell all day. All right, I'm going Chipotle. Chipotle, even though it yeah, made me sick. Better ingredients. I've, I've been eating Chipotle for... Shit, I don't know how many, 18 years? I don't care how long you've been eating and, it for. And I've, I've got, but I'm saying I got sick once, and it, it was bad. Uh, but um, Yeah, and it always tastes like shit. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's everything super fresh. Yeah, and does. you have real guacamole. Nice, nice, real fresh. guacamole. Are, 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 are you saying real yes, beans, real yes or no to Chipotle? Yes to Chipotle. Winning. Yes Most to Chipotle, yes. Food ever. I mean, I don't think you're ever going to get sick at Taco Bell, but it's like some weird voodoo shit. Like they're putting some preservative I, in Taco Bell just oh, to make yeah. sure that you don't get sick. Like it's built in Pepto Bismol. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: you're gonna take a weird voodoo shit when you get home. <laughs> exactly, is what happens. Exactly, that's not pretty. Taco Bell's never hurt me <laughs> because never it's hurt. got Dude, the voodoo you, shit. You just really hold a grudge when, yeah, when something happens Fuck like yeah, that. Hashtag yeah. Lane hate. <laughs> All right, what's next? What happened to me? You really hold a grudge, Brian. Says. You just got like, sick oh, that yeah. one time. No, I never got sick at Chipotle. I did. No, oh. Art did. Oh, but I, that's not what it's all about. Like, when I just think it's gross. S- when did you get sick? Not Chipotle. I just think it's gross. Why is it gross? And then it's every like, time I go there, I feel like it's every time I feel I, go there, it's like unsatisfying. Yeah, we need none to of do. it has like a good flavor. It's very like bland. We need that's to do. a very different thing than gross. Like we need lack to do of that, flavor. In my opinion, like, that's gross. Kind of like when I go to McDonald's or something. I'm like, oh god, I ate and I'm full, lame. but I'm not like. It didn't like it no, wasn't McDonald's a, is gross. A good experience. Taco Bell is gross. <laughs> no, Taco, I like Bell's Taco Bell, satisfying. but it's gross. It, it, and I agree Fucking with Lane. Man. I think it's under seasoned on purpose because there's that's why they have yeah. those Chipotle Tabasco sauce bottles everywhere. So you dump Whatever, that shit dude. on there. The salsas aren't even. The salsas don't even do any. They're like it's it, Tabasco. It's the worst yeah. ever. No, dude, Chipotle right, Tabasco so is amazing. Um, and I, corn salsa. Right, what we need to at. do is do a blind. We need to do a blind taste test with a few. Everybody tacos. knows what a freaking Taco Bell talk. Moving on. Oh, a bunch of assholes also were like, I'd rather have a taqueria. Oh, I'm like, yeah, on. no shit, dude. Like, <laughs> like, get get real, dude. That's hilarious. Fucking, I hate our Patreon. <laughs> I hate our Patreon people so much. <laughs> All right. Next one. Never fly again or never have cheese again. Okay, so Art, this one is for the rest of your life. This one is legit. Yeah. I know you like to travel. He already answered his <laughs> fucking lactose intolerance son of a bitch. I can't hang. Oh, yeah. I can't hang, yeah. Any... I would go fly. Fly all the way, and I'll do vegan cheese. So I'll do cashew. <laughs> Cashew-based. Oh. <laughs> God. I'm down with some cashew cheese. Oh, good cashew parmesan. That's, uh, <laughs> everyone raves about it. <laughs> On your pizza, you're going to have cashew cheese? Oh, yeah, dog. Never have pizza again. How about that? 
No, it's uh, never have a quesadilla again. It's I'm telling you that that was Richard Chen with another great answer. I Richard Chen had a great one because he he said, uh, never have cheese again. I'm I'm Chinese, and then it came to pizza, thin or thick crust. He's like, he's like, damn, can I have that cheese back? (laughs) Yeah, no more. All right, so never fly again. 18 votes. Damn, never have cheese again. 11. What? Wow. Crazy. Uh, this is surprisingly close. And a couple of the cheese ones, though, were like, people were like, for practicality's sake, never fly again. You know, it's like, yeah. and, and some people said it was the hardest decision they've ever made. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, mean, I think that was our sentiments uh-huh. on, you know, on the podcast. I thought like, of that question on the fly, too. I had, I had never, <laughs> I had never fly again. <laughs> As a thing, and I was trying to think of something to compare that to. Like, what would you? What would be <laughs> something people thing? love? Something equal to that. that right? Yeah, and um, expanding your horizons, making you a better person. Yeah, and so uh, I, I settled on cheese, but it, it does backfire <laughs> when uh, when people ridiculous. are like, "I don't even like cheese." You're like, "Shut up!" Yeah, there's I a bunch of people. I'm lactose intolerant, or you know, I'm. Easily, uh, easily solved because stupid. you shouldn't be friends with those people anyway. So <laughs> oh, the whole celiac about? thing for a couple of these, you know. <laughs> I'm celiac, so this and that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, our Patreon listeners are both smart and stupid. So if you'd like it doesn't to... doesn't change my opinion, that's for sure. If you'd like to participate in these ridiculous things, uh, go on to... <laughs> Patreon slash driving wall awesome. Patreon.com forward slash driving wall yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know. www.http. Yeah, HTTP. I'm sorry, I'm giving out the correct slash slash address. If you type in Patreon driving wall awesome, it'll get you there. Will it? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Hashtag yes. Um, all right. Sunday edition. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Art. Hi. How are you? I'm fully recharged. As you guys noted on my Instagram account. Ready for 2019. Ready for 2019, dude. It's a big one. Hey, I'm proud of our, um, I am proud of our Instagram listeners. Art went to, uh, race service rise and shine this morning. Their little coffee thing. And he posted a picture of a Bugatti Chiron or however the hell you say it. Chiron. And it got like 120 likes. Dude. And then the picture of our buddy Castrol's E30 rally car yeah. got 400 likes. Yeah. yeah. So bang for the buck on that one. Um, that's a beautiful Bugatti, though. By the way, that, 138 versus 595 right now. Yeah, that's that's offensive. Um, but you know what? It really has to do. It's just that Sharon is a really popular hashtag, and it's just Instagram throttling us. All right, so only one uh, percent of our listenership or our followership has actually seen that or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, holy crap, dude! It is an incredible car. I mean, it, uh, just do that. The Raw carbon fiber, or like not raw, but you yeah, know, it's raw. It's a tinted blue, tinted, yeah, but tint it's and then clear on the, it. I mean, as I guess you'd expect this, but I mean, it's the 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 details and the angles. It is a very photogenic car. Like I was, I was walking around it. Unfortunately, it was up against the wall, and I had uh, the monkey with me, who was I, <laughs> um, for a second there when I was taking the picture of the profile. Amelia ran right at it, full speed, and like after I took the picture, I basically did like a freaking running back start like I launched I lunged forward from a crouch position and I scooped her up with my right hand like within a foot from grabbing onto the car and like some guys like nice scoop you know like because uh, she was like oh, she, she was running full tilt at it dude like and um but uh but yeah it's 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 a pretty stunning car I mean obviously not necessarily our wheelhouse but I mean it's it's very pretty it's it's a work of art and um I guess it should be yeah, for two definitely. million dollars or whatever it is right 
I think it's more than that, like three and a half or something. Yeah, right? I, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah. I had never seen one in person. Actually, that was the first time. Yeah, I've never seen one. I mean, that was uh, that was street parked. What? You know, someone drove it there. In other words, like it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't trailered in or anything. No, it was driven. Know, it was driven, but service. it was driven into their little yeah. complex, so it was inside. You know, like it would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was definitely driven there. Um, yeah, I thought I didn't say I was gonna post like first one I've seen or whatever, but I thought maybe you guys had seen it, and I didn't want to like speak for the crew. Like I thought like at Pebble or something, you guys had seen one. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like the the mm -hmm. rear. I posted a picture of an Alpina B7, and I said I never see these. A bunch of people were like, oh, really? I see them all the time. Yes. And then... Well, in LA, uh, I bet you do. Um, yeah. And people are like, in other places? I doubt it, dude. Alpina produces 1,500 cars a year worldwide. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> 1,100 of them make it to LA. Right. Right. They build them like for the LA market. Yeah. <laughs> There's one guy that said, well, I see one every day that I go down to this one area. I'm like, yeah, you see the same car? I yeah, would agree with you, except for when I go on Instagram or uh, BRZO trying to look for Alpina cars. Those come up a lot, and they're yeah. always in Southern California. I mean, I'm sure there's like a like, but I'm that's with not you. Like every day. relative to whatever, like that's a super fucking rare car, dude. Yeah, and you never, I never see them around, dude. Maybe I've seen a couple. Yeah. But sure. it's okay, Lane. It's okay. There's just a reality to what people say, and and then there's you know, I'm just trying to undermine like you. That. You don't no. like it. They're just terrible people. So you like, like the Chiron, huh? Yeah. Do you like the? Awesome. Do you like the Veyron? Nope. I do not like the Veyron. Uh, I think yeah, the Chiron is better. Yeah, the Chiron's really, really beautiful. I mean, it's like Pagani, you know. Like, I mean, every single little inch of it is like got interesting little lines and creases, and there's so much design in the car. Like, um, I wanted to get a good picture of the back, but as I said, I, I didn't get a chance to. Like, if you anyone can look up a picture of the rear, but the rear is so gnarly. It's got like all these buttresses and like streaks and like it's stuff that you don't see like from when you're shooting it flat, like you have to get into profile, like along like a leading edge. And then you start to see all of these details into the, into the body. Cause from when you stand back, you just see sort of like the big smooth, the big smooth shapes, right? Like big round curves. But like, once you get close to it, you start mm -hmm. to see all this stuff. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and the interior is really nutty too. It's, it's really beautiful. Um, yeah. I mean, if I was a billionaire, I guess it would be in my collection, but <laughs> nothing I aspire to own really in any way, shape or form. Um, yeah, pretty to look at. And, uh, but yeah, I was anything else inter interesting. Um, it was just all of their cars. So it was all Ryan Turek's drift cars. He's, he's like really into FRSs and BRZs right now. I think it, they might actually all be FRSs. Um, but, uh, so a bunch of those, they're all drifted out. Um, two of them with, uh, two JZ swaps, uh, 700 horsepower. And uh, it looks like he's starting to build a bunch of bespoke, like his own parts for them. So like he's the one that had like a custom valve cover with like, like custom pistons and all this stuff he was talking about. So like, I think he's making his. It's got Ryan Turk's face on the valve cover. Uh, in the no, on the piston surface itself, like the. So you don't. Nice. It's like it's like super like legit. Like it's one of those things you have to. Do, when you go and rebuild the motor, you see it. It's one of those experiences. Yeah. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. And uh, those experiences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I met uh, Lindsey Ross, who's a, a rad dude. I I actually, I think he's gonna be a future uh, podcast. Um, guest and who Lindsay ross he, he's uh, one of the creative directors for rtr um and i think he might be the creative i don't know director. what that is rtr the uh, von gen What's jr's uh, mustang line 
They build the Mustangs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Von Gettin Jr.'s company? Yeah. yeah. He used to work with Ken Block back in the day, like early Hoonigan stuff. And he's got an interesting history. He worked at, at Honda Design in Tokyo for a bit as well. So um, I think it would be a... Re- Wait, didn't you meet that guy before at their open house? I thought so, but like, because I think Nick Beeline was trying to introduce us, but it never actually happened. We we're like running around and like, um, we never actually ended up hanging out. But yeah. I think... I feel like I met him. Oh, you did? I feel like I met him. Oh, dude. cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't meet him because yeah. he actually did bring it up. Like when I told him who I was, he's like, "Oh, he's like you're you're friends with Nick, right?" And and I'm like, "Oh yeah, Nick Beeline." Um, and so I think he might have. Yeah, he made an introduction to to one of us um, at the open house. Yeah. But but yeah, cool setup. I mean, they have a really you know obviously a really cool facility there, and they're expanding now. Like the backside is like they're extending it out and doing all sorts of shit back there. So it's getting bigger. Um, but yeah, cool little cool little deal. I mean, super low key. They just have good good coffee, and you know there are only so many cars. Was there any there. cool cars out front though? Like, no. Was there people there? Or? There were people no? there, but you know, not, nothing super interesting. I mean, there was like a, you know, a Lexus SC four hundred and <laughs> some you know kind of drifty kind of stuff that we're not necessarily into. But um, I think it, it's it's an interesting thing they're doing, and it seemed like it was pretty popular. But then it they stopped doing it for weather slash winter. And then this was their first one and it's held on a Wednesday morning. So it's kind of hard to get people out there. I think, you know, too, I kind of love it, dude. It's pretty rad. Actually. Oh, it's great. I'm just saying like, like who's, who's going right. I mean, like it's on a Wednesday morning. Like most people have, yeah, it's like, you don't, it's, that's the time you do it when you don't want it to turn into a big, yeah. I mean, if you work in the area, yeah, I could see, and it's open early enough. I could see stopping there. Yeah, it's cool. It, Having your coffee it, stop there yeah. and cruising. It's out. super rad. No, it's a great idea. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's. I'm talking about people though. Like, there are maybe about 25 people there total, right? Because it's, as you. That's yeah, cool. It's it's kind of low key, um, and uh, yeah, and I saw I saw our bo- our, our our baby boy uh, Chiron Beard, <laughs> um, and mm. he's almost a grown up. Fortunate. Yeah, almost a grown up now. Uh, but uh, he changed his pants yet um yeah does he only wear the same pants pair of pants i think he got a new pair of pants i mean he has a real job now so um oh, cool. so yeah, he got a new pair of pants and uh he i think he has a different hoodie now though so that's pretty cool um oh that's good still, i mean of course it's a race service hoodie but it's a new one um but yeah so that that was i haven't seen chiron in a long time yeah he's, he's he's i think he might even be growing some facial hair now last time i saw Whoa. him he, was, he looked pretty tired yeah, that guy's so tattered, dude. He's always like oh, that. Yeah, he uh, stays up nonstop. <laughs> that kid is... Yeah. Yeah, that kid I'm never joking, sleeps. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I mean, that was my morning. But yeah, dude, two two weeks on a boat uh, traveling all over the place was the my... my uh, mm-hmm. Kind of my history here, my recent history. It was... Um, cool car spotting on that boat? Dude, none. Uh, but I, I actually was cracking up listening to uh, Tom's show when he came on and like how like I, I was basically going to like... Um, if we we started the conversation with the boat experience, I was gonna say, dude, like by day three, I had dysentery, and then by day ten, I lost <laughs> three oxen, and then um, by the end of it, I was I was dying of Pork cholera. So like, uh, but yeah, dude, yeah. it was it was great. It was it it the the so bo- where did you go? The, the, the boat days are long, and yes, to to answer Lane's question, very minimal car spotting, unfortunately. But um, started in Florida, went to Columbia. Uh, went through the Panama Canal, which I'll get into in a second, uh, then went to Costa Rica, uh, then uh, the southern part of Mexico in a place called Huatulco, which is uh, kind of a low-key, up-and-coming little town. It's like what Acapulco used to be like in the 50s, basically, um, and it's not super like 
a resorty yet or anything like that, but I think it, eventually it will get there. Uh, but really pretty. And then uh, stopped in in Puerto Vallarta, and then uh, headed. Hell yeah, dog. yeah, dude. And then, uh, headed I've straight been up a here. Times. Uh, but yeah. Well, did you do some drugs or see some Molly? Dude, for sure, bro. Just okay, with I, some high school dude, kids. I, on... I flashed so many chicks. It was really cool. Um, showed her my boobs. That's sick. Um, got a lot of. Uh, uh, beads. So yeah, dude. Uh, Panama Canal cruising was pretty epic. I mean, obviously, if you're like nerdy, like the 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 details um, and also the engineering that went into that thing is just mind-boggling, especially when it was done. Um, and yeah. I went through it in the in the cruise ship, which was really fucking crazy because so, I mean, it, it. So wait, before you talk about, you posted a video, I believe, on your Instagram where they like. I think they let water out of the bo- the hole of a boat and lift it up. No, so it's right? so, is that what they're doing? So the Panama Canal is not sea level. It's not a sea level canal. So that meaning that they didn't just drill through like the the the, 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 the little isthmus there, the 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 land. What they did is they actually it's above. Yeah. So it was it was way cheaper and easier to basically flood the center portion of this of this landmass of, of it's called an isthmus, a really thin landmass. And so what they did is they flooded the center and you basically had a lake in the middle. And then what they, they built these locks that you could, you, they would, the boat gets locked into this like box and then they, they fill it up with water and then you open up one side and then you go to the, you go into the next level. And so, yeah, so, you have, so you're in an actual box. What the f- yeah. whole cruise ship is locked into a lock. Yep. And they make and they, them in different sizes, or well, they're they're uh, art. You probably talk about this, but they're trying to expand it for those super tankers, right? Right. They they did one one side already has them. One one side has already been expanded, oh. and so um, I went through both because I ended up like we went through it with the with the cruise ship first, and so you have this series of three locks, I think, going uh, westbound, and then you, you're going through the lake, and you're in this lake with a bunch of huge ships, and then you get to the other side, and so when we set anchor or dropped anchor rather, you know, we basically had time in Panama and, and, uh, um, I, I went on this little excursion where you go on a small boat and you go through the locks in the opposite direction into the lake. And that's only two locks, but it's cool to see the scale and actually like see how everything works when you're in a small boat, right? Like you could actually, you, you get an up close look because when you're on a cruise ship, you're way up high and, and you, you don't, you can't see anything except that you're super close to the walls. Right. And, um, and in our case, yeah. in a lot of cases, actually, because oh, you're probably hanging over the walls on a big cruise ship, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Like, and you look, because you're probably you look farther down, out. Yeah. Right? When you look down, you're, yeah, yeah. you're basically kind of hovering over. And that one picture I took kind of shows that yeah. you can't even see where the wall ends and the, 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 the boat begins. And, uh, they do mm-hmm. make contact, so all the walls have like scars on them, you know, from all the ships hitting the walls. Um, and they have these crazy elaborate little um, like locomotive things that go along the sides, and they have cable pulleys that basically they they if you can imagine, um, there's one on one side of the boat and then one on the other side of the boat, and they pull the boat in each in in, in opposite directions, so they center it down this thing. It's like a land land based tugboat. Like a right? land based tugboat, and so and and they're trying to center it down the thing, and so that they don't actually make contact with the walls. But you know, you're talking about a thousand foot boat, so occasionally they do, and they have these huge skid plates on either side, and you hear it like moaning and groaning and like grinding. It's so rad, <laughs> um, but. Uh, so it's like a dock. It's like hitting a dock. It's like you. It it's made for it. Yeah, it's made for it. Yeah, yeah. but but the Boat's center, the actual, that that's like when you enter the the the, the what's it called the locks. But inside of the locks, there aren't skid plates like that. It's all concrete. So. 
those actually do get scarred mm. up and you can see paint from other ships and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty wild, but like, I mean, the numbers are staggering, dude. I mean, like each one of those locks holds like 26 million gallons and it actually drains and fills within a few minutes. And that's, that's what that time lapse is, is, is going into one and then like basically filling it up so we can get to the next level and just how they all, how the water is transferred around and like, it's all fresh water. They don't use seawater and, um, and it's essentially the same technology that they've been using for a hundred years, but just updated and more efficient. And it's just so nuts to think that like in the early teens, you know, first opened in 1914, Dude. like they, well, that project was the killer, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, how many people died 25, making the canal? Like, hun- so, 25,000? 25,000. Let's just say hundreds. They, really? Yeah, they said 25,000 yeah. people died, and that was a quarter of the total workforce that actually worked on this project. Holy yeah, and, shit. and that like is. A war. And that is. So that's 25,000 documented. And then before that, the French actually started this project in, in like the 1880s. 25,000, that's like more than like any war. Dude, any, it's like, so gnarly. That's and, insane. Yeah, look it up. It's, it's well documented. And and what's what's crazier yeah. is that when they... How many people died in the Golden Gate Bridge? It was like 120 yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people died from, you know, like natural st- stuff too, like mosquitoes and yes, yes, and yes. Stuff. It wasn't, uh, that's what it was. So it wasn't all just like getting hit with a hammer. No, or it was mostly it was like, that. So it's basically an awful place to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Horrible. did you die? Horrible. Yeah, dude, I got dysentery and cholera and everything. Um, and and so <laughs> he, lost his, dude, but he like, lost his donkeys. Um, I lost to have three oxen. And so the but that's exactly what it was, dude. So like there's it's all these French guys and all these Europeans basically who were like convinced to come work on this magical project that was going to join the seas and great pay, free housing, all this shit. And then they came out there and they were in the yeah, they yeah. were literally carving through a jungle, like a rocky jungle. And um oh, it's so my. nutty dude and so that's what they were dying of like malaria and like all these crazy disease diseases and that what i was going to say though is that the french actually originally started the project in like the 18 the early 1880s or eight or 1870s and um and they gave up they're like fuck this dude everybody's dying there's there's no way we're gonna do <laughs> I'm this out. so so wait the french gave up <laughs> yeah i know right and so they did it for a few years and basically ended up selling the project to the u.s because like they didn't want to do it anymore because it was they, they realized it was those idiots those suckers will buy it yep. well, so a lot the, more uh, it makes a lot more sense for us right well dude it was a huge Coast political move right i mean like controlling that for yeah. so long and like it was crazy beneficial for the u.s but yeah i mean it's really cool cool place and um, it's just a bizarre, uh, like place itself too, because like, because of that, right? Like there's all this political, ele- all these political and business elements. And so like Panama was under foreign control for so long. And like, you know, finally, um, I think it was in the late nineties, it was given back officially to, to, or it might've been in the year 2000, like fully to the Panamanian government. But, um, yeah, pretty interesting place. And I always wanted to go through it. I had been to Panama before, but never actually through the canal. So, um, so yeah, I did that. And, uh, yeah, but not, not a lot of, uh, car spotting, obviously, um, given that, well, I saw <laughs> you, I saw you, I saw you spotted a Suzuki Jimny. Yeah, those are so Jimny. cool. Jimny. Really? Are they that cool? They're really cool. They're, it's basically a modern, you're all, it's a modern samurai. Your quote is so rad, tiny capable off-roaders that look great to boot. Don't they look cool? They look super <laughs> That's cool. That's a glowing review. Do you think that looks that cool? It looks like a weird, like knockoff Jeep, dude. With that like front it. end, look at that. It's it's. I like it. Jeep I like Liberty. a modern. It's like a modern Subaru, uh, or, uh, Suzuki. Yeah, modern Samurai, right? Yeah. Good looking though. Not really. No. I think. I think it's I, cool is a good description yeah, I think it's for a cool it. Looking. But look great to boot. I think it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the use of language. You like there. that design? 
I like the design. Another good looking cardio. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. good looking cardio. Yep. Really? Icing, icing on the cake with those good looks. Uh, all right. <laughs> well. um, so yeah, I saw that, and then I saw. To each their own, right? I saw a W124 yeah, in a junkyard, and that was kind of it, really. I didn't really mm-hmm. see shit. Um, was it Kyron's? It might have been. <laughs> um, Cold blooded. But uh, yeah, dude, that was kind of my last couple of weeks. And now I'm in LA in a hotel room. Uh, another hotel room. I can't wait to go and sleep in my own bed. But yeah. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Amelia's like, I want to go. Exactly. I want to go too. She's ready go for home, her own bed. Amelia. I know. That's a long trip. Yeah, That's a long trip. When do you guys sure. get back? Sure, uh, Monday. So it's coming Monday. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a kind of a uh, you know decision that we made relatively last minute. It was like, Jamie's down here working and we're taking Amelia to Disneyland for her third birthday. And we had talked about doing that and Ooh. might as well. Happy birthday. Disney a lot. Happy birthday, Amelia. Happy birthday, Amelia. Um, yeah. So we just decided to stick around and Jamie had a, you know, a comped hotel and I can work from anywhere. So when is, when is Amelia's actual birthday? What's that? When is Amelia's actual birthday? This Sunday. So when this podcast is this up, Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My wife's is tomorrow. That's why I was asking. Yeah. I thought maybe they had the same. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, man. So back to reality a little bit. Um, the party's over. Yeah, you're fired. Fired. <laughs> I know. Been gone I need, since I, before I, Christmas. I, way right? too much vacation time. There was a quota of like four cars posted, and I only posted two, right? I think so. It didn't work out. Well, actually, I did. I did go post some throwbacks, maybe though. That might have uh, met the quota. Yeah, maybe. That's good. That's good. We need those. Um. <clears throat> So other news is uh, Lane and I are going on the 50-year storm rally on yeah. Friday. Day after tomorrow. On Friday. Dang. You we guys are driving, gnarly. We are driving to Palm Springs <laughs> to start the on rally. On Friday. <laughs> Friday morning. Seven and a half hours to start the rally. Yeah. And then... Uh, We're never talking about leaving today. He's like, ah, casual sometime after nine. Yeah. I'm like, like, how long is it to get there? Seven and a half hours. And that's without stopping. Oh, dude. um, I got, I got, I got to mention something. Are you guys really going to leave after nine? I got to mention something real quick about the 50 year storm. Yeah. So, um, while I was at race service, I'm not going to say who told me this, but, um, some, some guy, um, uh, approached me. He's like, oh yeah, Art Radwood. What's up, dude? Uh, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, just stoked on what we're doing. Like, you know, eighties, nineties stuff, this and that. You guys are, you know, doing all this. And by the way, um, yeah, dude, like you guys are getting a bunch of copycats, huh? I heard there's like an 80s and 90s car rally down here in LA too. Like some guys are doing it. Do you guys know anything about that? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. So it is on their on their uh, literature it says 80s and 90s rally. Yet one of the organizers is well because it 70s. started. It was the road to Radwood too, right? That's when it started. Yeah. So yeah. it was 80s and 90s. But yeah, the organizers being a 2002 TII. Yes. And or is that XR4TI going to make it? I saw Who the last post I saw from Joe. Joe. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, uh, OEM that. oil leaks. The last post I saw from him, it was on the tr- on a tow truck because it broke down. Hmm. Shakedown well, miles. Yeah, good shakedown <laughs> miles right there. Um, yep. And then Chef uh, uh, Malone is bringing his newly acquired 84 new Quattro. Yeah. It's not a Quattro, right? Yeah. Yeah. A coupe. Quattro coupe. I mean, not a coupe. Not a quattro. Audi coupe. Audi coupe. Audi coupe. So he, and, he, uh, anyway, so ones, huh? he does. Yeah, he dude. I think you would prefer a quattro, but they're way more expensive. Well, he had a four thousand quattro 
sedan. And uh, I think he's just meant to be in a front wheel drive. Yeah. So these are buddies that have come on our rallies and been in the scene. Obviously. Yeah, all of them have. And uh, at least Will is signed up for the next rally. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And they were they were at Radwood LA, and it was a lot of fun hanging out with them uh, at our our party house. Oh, but, yeah. Um, that should be interesting. We, <laughs> Lane and I, are going into it very. We're going uh, to it so blind, so blind, and so unprepared. <laughs> I mean, it's nice too because all the rallies we do, we're always on the clock. We have uh, things to think about, there's, worry uh, about. There's time. There's you know all that stuff. Now we're just we're just along for the ride. So, um, and one of their things is I think I can give this away because since this podcast is going to come out during the rally, um, day two, <laughs> day two, wake up at six a.m., go on a one hour dirt run come back and then meet everyone else that doesn't want to go on the dirt run and start the rally. Yeah. You guys mentioned that Don patrol dirt section. Yep. So what do you think? Gangster. Are we doing it? No, it's gangster. No? Yeah, dude. It sounds you, fun. You want to? Well, you're Mr. Get up at fucking the ass crack. <laughs> yeah. You're already going to be up. Oh no, dude. Not, in, I don't, I don't think I will be in that case. Yeah. I've been waking up late lately. Oh, late, late, late. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Got that Radwood money. Don't need to get up early. I got no money. Dude. Um, <laughs> it's that. It's that. I think exactly. I think Radwood no money, JOB right? money. Or, I think what's going to happen is you're going to get FOMO. Some Paul Auto Kennel is going to be like, dude, are you doing the dirt? Is section, Paul right? going? I don't even know if I he think so. is. I think so. I don't think he is. He's not? I don't know. He posted something that he was getting ready. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 928. Tyler Fresca's not coming. Oh, he's not? No, I hit him up. Because uh, you guys was, were going to carpool down. Right? Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. Well, anyways. I don't the, think anyone's going, dude. The day, <laughs> the, the day of comes around and everyone's going. They're going to get up early and do the dirt. I saw they posted a picture of the bags. It was like 12 bags. I heard 40-something people. Yeah, I heard that too. But... Gangsters. Well. Patrick uh, Stevenson's going, I guess, last minute. And I think uh, I told me to crash on the floor in our place. What? Warren does not approve nice. of that. <laughs> he can sleep in the bathroom, dude. It's cool. <laughs> he can he can sleep. Yeah, in the lane. is John Roth going or so. um yeah. Yeah. yeah in the nine twenty four or yeah he... maybe okay I don't know. Anyways, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a new experience for us. So we'll be uh, we'll be live. We'll Instagram, be storming, dude. Instagram live. Yeah, I think dude. a lot, and uh, nice. we'll be throwing out the vibe because we have nothing else to do. We're yeah. we're merely pawns. Yeah, just vibe it up in this elaborate uh-huh. scheme. I can't wait to hear it, and uh, it's feeling pretty good right now that I can relax. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> you're not going to Palm Springs. Oh, I don't have a car. Oh, I, guess I think so it'll be pretty go. fun. It's just like logistically, it's pretty gnarly because Warren and I also are planning. Sunday night. Once to, the rally's over. After the rally, like after the whole day of driving, longest day, driving from basically Mexico to <laughs> somewhere to th- two and a half hours north, maybe more in traffic, who knows, Sunday to stay the night and then pre-run part of our Coastal Range Rally. Yes, which kind of has to be done. We're going to be right there and uh, barring like... Yeah, feeling really tattered. Yeah, I'm just th- yeah, I'm just thinking about those people that drove out from like Oregon to our rally and all these places, and you guys are like, oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, one guy drove from Oregon. Dude. I mean, dude, I will say, asking people to drive from San Diego or LA to Oroville for our Coastal Range Rally North is Pretty. definitely a big ask. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, just as gnarly. It's just as gnarly. So yeah, we're we're right there with you. We're right. We're kind of there, dude. In in like on the East Coast, we'd be driving four states, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's pretty decent, a pretty decent drive to the start, and we're then we're going all the way down to Mexico, essentially. Yeah, like, to the border. Pretty pretty gnarly distance. Really. Do you think we'll be able to see the wall? Oh, Ooh, the slats, wall. yeah. not walls. Slats. Slats. We don't call them walls. That's right. They're slats now. Okay. Come on, dude. Yeah. Get with it. And then uh, it should be noted that the Coastal Range Rally sold out within like 20 hours of being up. Definitely within a full day. Yeah, 24 hours. Yeah. Patreon had a good jump start. That was like 25 Mm -hmm. people or something like that. Yep. And um, we are, yeah, cars, and we are sold out. Oversold. So we have a waiting list. We're trying to get as many people in as possible. Well, waiting list is now closed, but we have. Yeah, yeah. Waiting list is full as well. Yep. So, yeah, we got to talk about that. A couple little logistical things to deal with here. Yeah. Uh, Part of that is pre-running. So see how that all goes. That's coming up in uh, March, which doesn't Mm -hmm. seem... That soon, but it'll be here before we know it. March fifteenth starts. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Yeah, Are it's you? gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's always exciting to see all the entries come in. And uh-huh. It's like fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, look at all the cars and see yeah. all the enthusiasm yeah. and yeah. stuff. For sure. Like it, I mean, and it's like it, it feels like the right amount of time. The way we have it set up right now, it's the right amount of time where it's like <laughs> you kind of forget all about the rally weekends. You know, we're yeah. like you know five six months out, and it's like you start the, seeing the entries it jogs your memory of like mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. the full weekend just getting deep into it and everybody's there together doing the thing and um so yeah. it's like you kind of roll off of it and then uh you get the anticipation that builds up for the next yeah. one kind of and i think every setup. year it's like or every i mean now we're doing two a year essentially but you know every rally is even more like it becomes more of a core group of people and like a stronger group of people yeah. every single year because now this will be our fourth. Yeah, we have like uh, history with Coastal all Range like Rally so in the in Central. And we yeah. have, yeah, we have all this history and like this like friendship with all these people that it's like, you know, we we've hung out with them like a lot. Yeah, basically, and not only these events, it's like been at other events and. You know, just they've come up here and yeah, like when you go to Ren Sport, you see people, you know, that you know from the rally. Yeah, we did the movie premiere, right? And there's all kinds of stuff like that, and uh, and it's fun. Like the the selling out thing is like it's kind of it sucks, and I remember like previous podcasts were like really worried about it and everything. But also, you know, now that we had done that before uh, and crossed that bridge. It's like it's a fun endorsement too, where it's like we get a lot of enjoyment out of doing this rally. It's super fun to see that other people do too, and it just kind of solidifies that fact. Because you know, it could be that we're just like a crew that are going out there and doing our thing, and it's like some people like it, but some people uh, don't are indifferent. Yeah. But no, it's like other people really enjoy these weekends, and too, people and are wanting to come back, right? Like several, like right. over and over, right? Yeah. So that's. I don't know, a testament to it being a, a, a cool thing, I think. And uh, it's, it's pretty exciting for us to be the organizers. And I think the way we have it run now where it's kind of first come, first serve is like the easiest way for us and the best most way. Fair, to, yeah. It's the most fair. Uh, for a while there, we were trying to do like where we pick and choose. And it just, it was like, I remember uh, two rallies ago or something we did where we just had everyone apply. 
And then we were going to kick people off that weren't, we didn't, you know, whatever. Go through them. And it was like the most stressful thing ever. Dude. <laughs> yeah, and it's right. so stressful right. because, and, and it's just so much easier to do it this way. So yeah, I'm super, I'm super, super excited for it though. Yeah. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah, it's definitely, and I mean, just before as all... you're describing though, I mean, like we, we, we treat this sort of as like summer camp, right? It's everyone gets back together and kind of just does something super super fun together and what we're all super passionate about and like and it's all with a bunch of relatively like-minded people i'm not saying it's all but i mean that's the whole point right it's pretty eclectic and like the mix is great and but it's all about driving and having a good time the camaraderie and meeting everyone again so it's like it really is that right it's like that kind of the the summer camp vibe is is there right even though it's not summer but uh it's it's definitely a lot of fun yeah, it's, it's a full-on it's a it's like a, it's a reunion it's a high school reunion of all people that you have something in common with yeah you know it's like it it's the vibe is killer yeah. and so. also yeah. like for for us like you know being a having a podcast and although we do put on events like we don't get to mingle that much with people like at our cars and coffee we get a small sampling from our region but this kind of goes this takes us out um, or it brings in people from other regions and we get to like interact with more people, right? Like we're seeing, isn't someone coming out from Texas this time around? I don't know if that's the farthest, but. Um, there's someone on the waiting list from Texas. Someone from, yeah, a couple other. New um, York. Someone's coming from New York or New Jersey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, New Jersey. Lewis. Lewis is, I think, New York or New Jersey? I forget. I think it's New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey, so that's pretty good. Pretty good run. That's solid. Lewis is a wild man, though. He does a ton of rallies, and he's doing the Hill Country Rally the next weekend. As and Paul Auto Kennel is as well. So those guys, and those guys are and Paul's driving out to Texas for it. That's gangster. So he leaves on the rally ends on went on Sunday, and he's leaving on Tuesday <laughs> to go the next weekend <laughs> to drive to Texas to do a rally there. Porsche life, man. He puts so many miles on that car. No, no he's doing yeah. 914. And every time, I think. Oh, he's taking his 914. on on ours. Oh, no, no. Nice. Wait, Hill Country. He's doing nine. He's doing 911. Oh wait, Hill Country. He's taking 914. I don't know. I mean, I know for sure he's doing 914 on our rally, but I don't know if he's doing 914. Okay. I think he's doing the 911 on Hill Country. Coolio. So he's like switching up cars. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he probably doesn't want his 911 to break on ours. <laughs> um, it's a long, uh, long drive yeah, in a 914. It is. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't. What? What is? Uh, what are you driving, uh, Brian? Dude, I think I'm not. I think I'm passengering. Passengering. Yeah. Like just kind of moving around, jumping in oh. people's cars. Hushy pushy it or Brendan it. Yeah. Whatever you call Floater. it. Yeah. Except not take good photos. <laughs> cool so like basically you're gonna be like them but with no value add yeah that's cool <laughs> nice yeah you, you're taking the uh, uh what are you driving i don't know yeah what are you i, don't know. I what? guess we'll see what i have at i have that a feeling point. it's not gonna be here yeah we've got i mean i'm hoping um you know i i'd like to mix it up and take something else on the rally obviously if i have the celica then i'll do that but i would love to take a different car uh We'll see. There's, as you guys are aware, there's a couple interesting trades on the table. Uh, one of them is a Peugeot 205 GTI, and it's a pretty awesome car. Um, there are a couple things, or a few things that are sort of kind of detractors or deterring me, I should say, from really kind of going for it. Is the car super nice and everything, but it is right-hand drive, not my favorite. Uh, it is also a car that we cannot 
really register in California without spending a ridiculous amount of money. So that kind of gets weird. Uh, you have to do some fucking Good thing stuff. you never register your cars. Exactly. Um, and the <laughs> other one is that it is also across the country. So I'm not super keen on, although, I mean, it would be a fair, it would to do it fair, um, you know, I would pay to ship my car to the guy on the East Coast and he would ship me his car. But, you know, it, you're looking at $1,500 to $2,000 um, on top of that. So it's like, I'm not really looking to spend a bunch of money right now. I'm looking to either sell my car and buy something that's cheaper and then have money left over to invest in the car um, or do a straight trade that makes sense. And there is another one on the table that's very enticing, and that is a 2001 Integra Type R. It's a high mileage car, but appears to be in good shape. Um, it is from originally from the Midwest slash East Coast, uh, which is a little scary because those cars do rust, but supposedly uh, it is uh, hashtag never has never been driven in winter. And um, easy miles, yeah, easy miles, dude. Yep. Highway miles, yeah. highway miles. Grandma uh, owned. Yeah, highway miles only. Highway miles. Um, yeah, commuter. Yeah, <laughs> commuter. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but that's like that uh, one's pretty compelling. Obviously, I really, I still really want one of those, and it's a car that I have not crossed off the list. So this could be it. I mean, we'll see. Um, I'm waiting on a response from him on a couple of things, and um, I'm I'm ready to roll on that. I, I'm super into that trade, but uh, that's that's all I have right now. I mean, I did have a 13k offer on the table. Um, I don't know if that's still pulling through. Um, I'm asking 15 for the car, you know, with a little wiggle room. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot. There's a few. Hey, What's up? Yeah, go. Have you ever taken a car on two rallies? No. I, no. I have not. Yeah, And, and huh? I feel like this huh. is a weird thing. So I feel like if I do, I feel like it's a car that I should keep taking on rallies for some reason. But And so that's why I'm, I have this weird kind of neuroses where like i just want to keep switching it up unless i'm going to commit to a car and take that car it's got to be it's got to be the one i guess so yeah which doesn't really exist for me does it unless and it's not going to be the sec can we make art drive a polaris razor somehow (laughs) razor what if he slingshot slingshot (laughs) so what if art gets rid of it what if someone buys it cash instead of it as a trade and then art has to buy another car what if, if he doesn't have a car can we just name Slingshot? Like to rent. Oh, yeah. that's like the penalty? No, because so... already, we've already done it. The joke is out of the bag or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. it's got to be yeah. something other. But it, it has to be almost like an incentive to, to get into another car, right? So like if I don't get into it. Not that we need to force you to get into another car. There's <laughs> but it's like, a, I like it. No, no little reason for us to. It's a challenge. Should be forced into something that he would totally never get. So like, I don't know what that is at off the top of my head like a k5 blazer or something oh like my, that or a pt cruiser <laughs> on a can you turn a pt cruiser manual yeah what is it because we we are i mean you know it, it is getting close right but i mean i'm not saying maybe like timing a, wise I, i'm not committing to making a purchase CTSB. i'm just saying taking right so i could i'm not going to buy another car that i don't want it would be like all right if you don't get yeah, into yeah. the car you got the no, turbo something like a turbo thing yeah, yeah. first gen ctsv Fuck, that's so shitty. You would hate. You would hate that, <laughs> dude. Even though it has power and stuff, you would fucking they blow hate it. Wait, so but wait. I, I thought too. Brian liked the razor though. That's that's totally up his wheel uh, down his uh, alley, right? I mean, it's slingshot. It's a slingshot. slingshot. No, I hated the slingshot. He did not like it. We thought he would like it, and he looked at it as if we were punishing him. I think he kind of came around a little bit. But... No, I, I, I think in the end. <laughs> 
and by saying I think, obviously, like it's not super clear, but it's not real. Um, you know, in the end, it's like I I hate the thing, but I definitely saw <laughs> the points. I was surprised by some pieces of driving that car. I think it's just ripped a body, way, it's just way a more body than kit away from from good. It was it's one, just a good wheel one, away. One wheel. <laughs> one wheel away. No, but I don't even think the wheel was the issue. It, I think it, it actually was. handled well. No, it was. Because he said it was weird. Well, no, I, I it was just hard to... It was either at a wheel or at a lot of test time with it. Or because a lot it was of just, wheels. Because it's like not... Uh, I, I, you know, what I had gotten to with that was you just didn't really know what was going to happen. You drive these cars uh, to be kind of near the edge. And I mean, you know, on a back road rally you're not really at the edge but for a sporting car that's the idea you get right at that uh the blurry line of traction right and for this it's like dude you're totally exposed and you have no idea how a how the slip angle is going to work with fucking one wheel right and yeah. so it's like that's constantly in the back of your mind so the only reason why you'd have a sporty car is to get there and you're out there in the middle of nowhere all the consequences you could think of and and you told you're totally nervous right but i was surprised the more that i did get comfortable with the car how well it did actually handle and maybe with you know a little test track in my backyard and the, the ability to you know get more comfortable with it then maybe I, maybe i wouldn't have to worry about it at all but i have a feeling that <laughs> You know, with a anybody tire. with a basic physics class under their belt would be like, no, this is why three wheels, this is what you're lacking with three wheels. You're never right. going to get it with three wheels. Yeah. Like you need the suspension in the back. Like, and that, th so that's where I was at with it. And it, it, it felt like a goofy thing and I yeah, totally hated it. It's like having a solid rear axle or something, right? Because it, you, you don't have that rollover in the back. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe like, how like, it, it can't roll. No, it can't roll. So weird, dude. It can't and you load up, but it, but it would, doing. but it would, you could, you, it would load up in ways because it's like you have the front suspension, so and it would, can't load it up would, the corner. No, it would slide no fairly so predictably. <laughs> Lane doesn't like it. I know. You, I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's. Yeah, I, I definitely did. It there, you could do. Oh, well, I won't go too far. We got actually. really pressured to drive them at SEMA by the the PR oh, person. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, to drive them, or I thought get oh, rides. Oh, sorry, to get rides. Yeah. At first, we thought it was driving, and we denied him of that. And then it was like you get a ride in it. Yeah. And, now uh, that would be the right environment to be able to like really test it to out. To test like, it, you just get, get the rose tires and, and slide yeah, it around. They, they do slide really. them. Yeah. And they'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine they would, because there's no loading up at the rear. It so back to uh, back to Art's uh, quest, never-ending story here. Um, so there's some things on the table, but nothing solid. Nothing solid. Yeah, I'm still looking around. I mean, I, I need to get behind the wheel of an E30, uh, an E36 M3 cab, because I mean, I still would like to drive one. I mean, I still I think I would like to own one, but it's all on that cow shake. And the thing is that uh, obviously I haven't driven one, but supposedly. From what I've read, the E36 M3 oh, cabs have a reinforced chassis and that's significantly limits cal shake. It's specifically for that. And that's why they weigh more. You know, they weigh like, I don't know, 180 pounds more than a stock car or whatever. But that's what they say about the 944 S2 cab. But they put a, yeah. they put a stiff, they they double, put a floor double floor. Pans. That's all they did. That's all they did. And this thing has like. Double floor is kind of gnarly, dude. I mean, it's what is, this thing has like full, like reinforced frame rails and additional stiffening around the back and like. I don't know. I mean, that's just so the windshield won't pop out. I know. Yeah, it's. I need to drive one. So, uh, but 
I might hate it. There's one really beautiful one that I think I sent you guys that I think is like fairly priced for the condition and the mileage. And that blue one? The blue one, yeah. So Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's a nice so car. we'll see what's up with that. And um, yeah, I'm looking at all kinds of shit. I'm even looking at, believe it or not, fucking MR2 turbos. I think the, the, the SW22s, I think that could be an interesting car to own. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Those are cool. And uh, the oddball, I have a couple kind of outlier weird ones that don't really fit the, the category of these other cars, I guess, the same type. 1978 300ZX. E39 M5. Oh, no, 81. So, wait, E39 so, M5. I want, to, I want to drive one and see if, like, it's like, I still haven't driven one. And um, I think they're, they're cool they're cars. Good. I think they're, they're pretty good. Holding their value really well. Sure. And there's a lot, uh, there's a potential for, uh, to make some dough on it there, possibly if I hold it long enough. Um, I don't know. You won't. I think they're really sexy cars. They have a really cool motor. I don't know. Sexy? Yeah. There's a nice 540i uh, Dynan on uh, Bring a Trailer. Oh, sweet. Really clean car. I don't know what it's going to go for, but I kind of feel like that's a little niche car. You know, it's not quite as obvious as an M5, and um, yeah, might get a little discount there, but I don't know. They yeah, go, no, I, I they love, go pretty good. I like E39 M5s for sure. Yeah. I thought you wanted to go cheap. Like well, I want to go eight grand or I something. I want to go light, to, ideally, more than anything. Like, the main thing is, yeah, I mean, obviously cheaper is nice, but I think lightweight, nimble handling mm-hmm. car is is important why don't you see like an integra gsr or whatever nah. the only the only front huh? wheel drive cars i will accept are an integra type r and maybe a peugeot 205 dti and maybe a fulvia and eventually. a fulvia <laughs> i know yeah fulvia. but uh yeah i don't know that's i i thought i mean a86 is still kind of on the table um i haven't i haven't decided on that yet we'll see if i find a nice one which is impossible yeah, if you could find a built one, like that, that would be. It's cool. all done. Um, it isn't janky. Yeah, the cars that keep popping up, dude, that are still like, I think they're just such like great value still, and um, and they're they they went up for a while and then came back down. Are are nine forty four S twos, and they're 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 out there, man. You can still get really nice ones for you know under ten grand, and um, I yeah. think it's a good looking car. I think you know it's a good package. I dude, I found a sick one with sport seats, and I forget the color name. It's like. It's a really dark metallic red that almost looks brown. It's like a, it's, it's a, it, I can't remember. It's a rare color and uh, burgundy. It's not quite burgundy, but it, it's burgundy ish. Yeah. Merlot. Let's call it Merlot. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do a transaction. You're all course. over the place. Dude. I know. Yeah. We'll see. I have no idea. We'll see. It's all about what ends yeah. up popping up that fits sort of those, um, uh, kind of, uh, what do you call it? metrics <laughs> it's like uh or uh, i want or criteria I, i'm looking for something relatively lightweight rear wheel drive and that you know just all does it need to be a rat does it need to be radwood era i'm trying to keep it in there yeah i'm trying to keep it in there but um i mean s2000 is an obvious choice but um i'm holding off on that unless i find a super cool one they're a lot though no you, you hard man for nice ones they're i mean but if i, I mean grand. if i get you know 14 15 grand for my car i could i could i can get a decent car for 12 grand um and it, mm-hmm. yep i've been looking a ton yeah, yeah there, there's uh, the, the problem is that the it's all modified and shitty no totally to stock totally ones. stock the, the, the key thing is mm-hmm. mileage with these cars like the low mileage ones are super valuable after the last after the last podcast i was talking about um Bug Eye Subaru WRXs. It was being a cool little cheap car. Oh yeah, the Bug Eyes. Yeah. Dude, they're not they're impossible to find. Like if you find a clean unmodified unmolested one, 10 grand. Try finding a 2.5 RS. 
They're even harder. I know. Yeah. But this is like, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. I know. They're, but yeah, a bug eye WRX. Because that's like, I was like, oh, that would actually be a cool little replacement for the GTI as like, just cheap. buy it outright, cheap car. You know, thinking six grand, five grand. Four grand. No, yeah. dude. They're, every single one is salvage title. 250,000 miles. 250,000 miles with fucking rims, an ugly body kit, Alteza taillights. Third engine. Whack headlights. Salvage title. Um, just like fucked up. And then there's like some clean ones that are at buy here, pay here lots. Uh, they're like ten grand, but they're at a weird lot. It, it dude, it's like they're, they're not cheap at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I, I know. and that's... STIs are seventeen for a good one. Dude, I, I would it's like an 05 STI. That's what I would want. I want to. I, I would, would want a white, much for that. white uh, uh, blah by STI. That's that's like the one that I would go for. Really, if, if... STI uh, 05 is like the best year they drive. That's really a cool. sick one. I mean, I don't know. Bug eyes are, are yeah, cool, those are but they they have they have engine problems and they, they have issues with the rings, and that's why I ended up selling mine because. I thought it was having this weird compression problem, like because I, I kept getting check engine lights. Which ones, the blob no, eyes no, or eyes. which ones? Two thousand five. Yeah, the bug eyes. Bug oh. eyes. No, the early ones. Uh, uh, bug eyes have yeah, it's called the ring lag <laughs> failure problem, and they they have the dude. I had I had this weird problem where I kept like getting a misfire a misfire code, and I tried to get rid of it through all of the standard shit, you know, coil packs, the spark plugs, and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And then I, I got so annoyed, and a lot of people say that. I didn't do a compression test, but like typically that's what it is. It's, it's, it's the, the ring lance fail on them. And so on the pistons. And so mm-hmm. then you're, you're looking, I mean, I think they look the, I think they look the coolest and it's like the old school kind of like feeling to them. Like they have the most like nostalgia to them. Yeah. I, don't as, know. You know, for, I would, the, I don't know. For ones. me, nostalgia wise, I would go earlier. The GCs I think are the kind of the body style that I have the most nostalgia for. Yeah. That's not a turbo. It's like a slow car, dude. It's not like, I'm talking about like a quick. I'm talking about WRX, dude. Uh, and then watching best motoring. There's all these WRX versus Evo. WRX like was the one, dude. Yeah, it depends. They yeah, were like, Evo. Evo was that's it's STI versus Evo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And STI was the one, dude. It was like oh, always I like the, not the one I saw. Yeah, all the Evo ones. Most of the ones really I well. saw, the STI was the one. Oh man, I saw a few where it was a big shootout in the Evo. Just mm. to me, it's almost like sexes. both of them are so good that it's like, who cares? They're also yeah, very they're different. Both, like, like they drive very different. Like the uh, Evos are yeah, mm-hmm. Evos do. are stock. They're rear wheel drive base, more like sideways and stuff. And they also seem more upright. Like uh, Subarus are a little bit more low and wide. And I don't know, dude. This Subaru thing, I actually paid on Amazon for like a buyer's guide uh you know like seven bucks and it goes through all the different generations it's it's actually really hard to pick out which one you would want like they all have their own little quirks and the the slight motor changes make a big difference and then it's the transmissions like i guess the six speeds are known for failing uh or or maybe the opposite maybe it was the five speed but it's like you know the just with all the model changes and then also if you compare like the value of getting an STI, which you pay a lot more for, or a newer, just plain WRX, and what you know, how modern is it? Where they start losing the plot, um, but th- you know, there's kind of a big range. I was I, with. Usually, you can kind of you look at what's available and you kind of dial into exactly what model year or range that you want. I I was looking quite a bit and I <laughs> I couldn't pick one for the. WRX. I do remember spending a lot of time in a 05 STI compared to like the 06. 607s the hawkeyes like the blob eye sti the first year we well, got isn't the, it the same car 
Dude, it's just a front. No, it had a basically. whole. It had a totally different like um, all-wheel drive system, like differential. See, that's the so crazy shit. That it, it's like a- it had this more like I forget. I don't know the terms of all, but it's a, a more like mechanical differential. You could hear it more. Like it was almost. It was kind of loud, in a way. Hmm. But it felt really cool and just raw. And I, I always the O five just felt so cool to me and, and so and- fast. Like driving, I would do Glen Canyon runs. In the in the O five, and then I would do them in the O six O sevens, and the O five just felt like you're in like a race car, mm-hmm. like it felt motorsports compared to the the other ones, which felt and, like a more civilized car. And looks wise, it's got it's got the big fog lights and everything. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. Hawkeye, they started kind yeah. of getting more designy, kind of lost a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, that's interesting feedback. That's that's cool. World to hear. Rally I, Blue on gold. Yeah, um, yeah, that's I, the I'm one. White, yeah, you're thinking mm-hmm. that. I, I do white on gold. I like white, white too. On. Or white, white on white on gold, Rad. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, with with carbon fiber license plate rings and, and you know no. slam it on three hundred dollar coilovers too, right? You mean a vape vent. Yeah, vape vent. Yeah, yeah vape vent. Um, that's where it's at. They're, yeah, they're oh. cool. I mean, it's impossible though. Like if you do want one of those, it's like because I was like thinking about it, and then you go look, and you're like, all right, so I'm not gonna buy that. Because the good ones are just, they're asking such a premium and it's like, yeah. they're, it opens up and then you're like, oh, I can get so much other stuff for that price. Right. And so. the thing that scares me with those is all the, the percentage of ads where they're like new motor. I think I've already mentioned this recently. Yeah. yeah you said that. Like <laughs> something happens there where Probably people end up. Though, right? Cause all the other ones I was looking at were like. I mean, the good ones were like 120,000 miles. And it wasn't everything's like, in the hundreds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 200s and stuff. So. What up? Is it that you time? Yeah. Dude, I, uh, I did test drive a car, so I sent oh, you guys yeah. the E90, uh, the 2006 uh, E90 330 uh, sedan uh, manual. Everything looked good. I took it to over to BTM Motorworks, and, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to think through, you know, what what are going to be the deal killers? Like, I know most of the common problems. It seems like a good car. It's clean. For, you know, there are little trim details that I was definitely noticing. And it was from kind of a weird low-volume dealer, which I don't like because you don't see the records. Plus, it's just now I have the benefit of the knowledge of what it's like to be at these auctions where it's yeah. just kind of a dirty business feeling you know yeah it's not dirty business it's well, just not the this, same there's a reason that car ended up at an auction <laughs> yeah that's, yeah right that's the bottom line that's what so, i see 996 is it's like we throw it up on the rack there's a reason and it's fucking terrible yeah. like zip ties holding on the under tray which i had seen before i even took it in uh but you know all the bolts missing they pull the under tray it's just fucking doused in oil and it looks like it's been sitting there for a long time so it's like not only is there the oil pan gasket that would need to be addressed which is not cheap uh, but you don't know how long it's been leaking oil and running on low oil. And he's looking and it's like the freaking, you know, uh, my buddy Matt noticed that the top bolts for holding in the struts were shifted. You know, yeah. you can see where they were jumped. Put, they were put in, in the factory and they had, they had been moved. So it's like, why do they do that? And sure enough, the guy, the tech looking at it had noticed that one of the, like the wheel was closer to the strut on one side than the other. So it's like totally bent strut and all, all of these indicators under the hood, the power steering box was leaking. And so basically it's like, you know, it was like a, uh, a $5,900 car. It had all, a lot of the right stuff. You know, it's hard to find them. In had the all right the good packages, right? Yeah. Um, Manual sport, all that. Yeah. Uh, it the- just didn't have the, the, it didn't have heated seats and it didn't have the fold down rear seat. 
So getting all of those is 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 difficult. But um, you know, for what you see, you know, you don't find a lot of them, and so anyone that's decently clean is worth a check, especially when it's nearby. Um, so yeah, it's like right when I see them pull the belly pan off, it's like no way. Yeah, and yeah. we just pulled it right off. That's it. Yeah. And um, you said it had a cold misfire, which is like yeah. bad. That's a bad, bad sign. Yeah, what does that a mean? Long list. Could mean coolant in the cylinder. It could mean yeah, something as easy as coil packs. It could mean a crack in the head. Ooh. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah. So yeah. I just dropped it off. Yeah. No thanks. No. And then you get to a point with cars like that. It's like, wh- what offer could you even make? Like, yeah, you would zero. Yeah, like, give me the car zero. for free. Oh, right. Because <laughs> you do think about that. Yeah. Like, and then I still how? don't want it. Really. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's too many good cars out there to take anything like that. It's like. Dude, and uh, I played oh. a video game too. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, were you gonna say something, Mark? Oh, no, Sorry. I was gonna say. I mean, it, it's it, it goes back to um, just uh, kind of all-wheel drive cars and a car that I've been thinking about a lot. But I mean, I'll let you finish. Uh huh. Um, it it is a car I forgot to mention that I've recently uh started to kind of uh, I don't know. It, it started to come back on my radar. Stuffer came back on my radar. B five S four Avant. Mm. that's crazy yeah i i, I really like another mine. one that i wanted to mention similar config i really really like mine they're nice looking they're, dude they're yeah but aren't they like is that a twin ice. turbo failure away from a salvage title yeah it's a twin turbo v6 but the, the stock turbos are fine as long as you don't chip them and tune them they're only built for really low yeah, pressure and you and so you find a car that's had those replaced with the ko4s which are the rs4 turbos and then it's yeah, dude. Yeah. But why are you why are you going back to cars that you've already? Because these are right? you've there's just like it. I don't know. It's 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 um I don't know. There's something there. There's some gravity. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't really describe it except for that. Maybe he owned it too soon. Nostalgia, man. That's I don't true. know. Now he's, it, now he's, re- just, he's he also right. barely owns cars, dude. So the, like he never really fully experiences. Yeah. I fully experience them for sure. That's a that's a problem. I fully experience them and then I, that's that's when I I let the car go when I feel like I fully experience. You saying you you I think you're you saying fully you fully experienced experience your no, Celica no fucking way, dude. No way. You that is a straight rally you car and you with... have not done any yes, like we have. serious but shit. But you also have to live with a car for a while, I think. You I know fully experience I think car. there's also some cars that reveal their true selves quickly. No, I yeah, definitely have rally, never rallied like... the Celica Alltrack or anything like that. That's true. Um, I know. Yeah. Well, so no, well, no. What do you guys? I mean, you did. You're saying that you did. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I took it for a thousand mile road trip. North. Uh, but yeah, it's long, long term though. The, right? No, I, we're talking about off road, like real shit. Yeah, that where that do you build for? I know, but the car's not even set up for it's that. Not. Yeah, it doesn't have off road tires. It's not set up for it. I mean, that's a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as it sits, it's been. I mean, fully it's a, why? Why is that car special? It's a straight up rally car, right? Yeah, but it does tarmac rally too. Very yeah. well. Very, very well. So it took everything thrown at let it. Let me just answer the P5 question though. And it's it, I, I, I started to see them again like just randomly like in my in my neighborhood. And there's a there's a, a pearl white one. And it's such a great looking car and also the proportions are good. It's a very small car. For some reason that was like one of my first bigger cars in quotation marks. And I remember thinking it was kind of a bigger car, but now I see them and they're actually really small. Like I saw one parked next to a Mini Cooper. And it was just a standard 1.8T uh, Avant, and it's like, it's crazy. Like a modern Mini Cooper is almost as no, big. No, they're tiny, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It is a beautiful design. Yeah. I love how it is. It is a great design, great interior design. They drive really, really well. It's just yeah, they, they do have. But you're not gonna rally it's, that. Thing. It's a lot of uh, a lot of engine bay heat, so a lot of the the electronics do go, and that's why it's con- the the joke is you always have a check engine light because there's always a sensor that's right, and so like. 
it is an ongoing thing, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like the way they drive. I like the way they feel. I, they, have, they also have a particular smell. They look a certain way. I don't know. It's, it's a sexy car, I think. But Here's the answer. Here's the answer. You get an E30 or a Miata built for, I don't know, six to eight grand, and you put the rest of the money into the SEC. That's definitely an option. What, what would I'm you even do to the SEC? But that's like a long. To... That's a long term choice. I know. He's not a long term guy. <laughs> I, but he's Mister. I'm going to keep the SEC forever. It needs a little love. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely. And he gonna, could yeah, also get a little backroads rally car. I like the way you're thinking, Wim. Yeah. But wait, what cars did you say? A Miata or an E30? Definitely yeah. not a Miata. He's had both of those, yeah, too. Not, not doing a Miata, but... No, um, you, definitely not yeah, a Miata. Yeah, E30's definitely... I, uh, I don't picture him being happy with an E30. I, I like E30's. E30's so... I think there's room to make it... like uh, To get one and make it better than the ones that I've owned. Like, to get it more dialed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm still... That's why I said dude, built. I don't know what that... Whatever that means to you. Right. That means the right I mean, he's definitely going to spend... <laughs> 15 grand building something there's uh yeah. it's a not anything that's not miata yeah, 300 i mean 300 zx twin turbo is still on the list i actually am going to drive richard chen's when i get back home so i could decide whether or not i actually Sorry. want one of those but uh but yeah mtech the mtech uh e30 is still on my list although that technically i'm looking for the cab. that's expensive um dude there i did kind of think about this again do you remember that e3318 is that i sent, i think i only sent it to wham i don't remember if i sent it to everyone but it's an e3318 is with a hundred thousand miles under a car cover near my house and it's been there yes, as long yes. as i've lived in san francisco it's been there for 15 years and it's it's a white car it hasn't been registered in that time period and it's totally straight yeah, i remember yeah like i don't know i was yeah. thinking that could be interesting i mean just uh do a little just to own and compare i've had one before but like just you know spruce it up and it, it would be a, a yeah you want to go through a car that's been sitting for 10 years dude i don't know like, that's crazy dude, if, if the, if the price is right is that that's that could be a very yeah. a, a really good flip the or it could be the worst decision you ever made, dude. It depends on. It's that's just why. leaking from every. You gotta look at. Just gotta, you gotta look at the things. Pick it up and, and. Certainly not your style, Art. But yeah, it would be a yeah. change. I'd be interested to see how. Because you're would gonna bring out. it to a shop and they're just gonna like rape you, like. Well, no, I mean they can't <laughs> rape the willing, right? Um, it would be consensual. So uh, I take this it is to, true. I mean, you, you've done it before. There. You got your dining. <laughs> you got your carbs rebuilt. I did. Yeah. That was exactly. Um, but um, I don't know. It could be interesting Brutal. if you price it out and like you know you get it for super cheap and then you end up with a totally fresh E33 A10 18IS that is pretty valuable. Dude, you're, you're, I think you can just this, buy a 318. I like this is IS Brian thinking. Man. Like you nice, need to watch out. Yeah, this you is a little careful. too close to the Brian. Mentality. You don't have a forest like, for any. Just of this. go buy a nice one that's been like re- recently maintained. So, buy, so you're saying spend 15 Same grand goes up for front? Brian. <laughs> yeah, they're not, you don't have to spend fifteen. You can spend ten up front. How about six so my my thing eight? is, I think yeah. this. I mean, this is an opportunity to spend you know fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars on the car, spend eight grand restoring, and then it, put ten into it. No, yeah. and then sell it for significantly more because it's a white over black interior car with sports seats. Like it's it's got. I haven't. I couldn't get underneath. They all have sports seats. I know, but it's. They all have sports seats, sports too. Seats. That's the package. They all have sports seats. Uh, but I didn't. I I want to see if it has an LSD. Not all of them came with an LSD. So like. You start and how many miles? Hundred thousand. I just said it's it's pretty low, dude. Oh, okay. And like th- these cars are pretty valuable now, so it's like, dude. The nice thing about those too is the odometers never break. So oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Accurate. The what never breaks? Yeah. I think it would be odometers. good for the podcast. The what never breaks? Yeah, dude. We're... Odometers. Oh, odometers never break. Never break. It was a yes, joke. yes, yes, Because um, they always break. They do. Yeah. So, Every but um, I did a Carfax, and it's pretty consistent. 
it's consistent with what I see. I mean, I, uh, with the, <laughs> consistent as I, yeah, I don't know. All right. We'll find out if it's for sale first. Right. I mean, it, it, it was just a car dude. that if you're going to do it, you're, I think it would be cool to own that and like compare it, you know, it, it, cause everyone like talks a bunch of shit about this car and like you guys don't have like no experience with them. So like, I think it'd be interesting to see. We know it's fine, dude. We know what it is, dude. It's just like, why would you buy that over 325? Because asked, this dude. is that like, car, right? It's like, I think it's an interesting opportunity. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's just an idea. Just an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, don't let Lane shoot you down, man. Yep. It, no, you should. But you should listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you should bit. definitely do it, dude. You should, you should buy let, it. Let Lane shoot you down on this one. It'd be really fun. You'll bring it to the shop. It'll be there for eight months, and then you'll lose money on it. It'd be awesome. Well, someday we'll do uh, our car projects as like a tax write-off or something, and then it'll be you know like if Art were actually making any money, he could write it off against. You know, he could write off the loss. That'd be cool. Right. Um, Here's but what losers just, Lane, think, Lane right? just writes this me. Speaking of like speaking of write-offs, on. Lane just writes me off as like a moron. Like if I wouldn't do the math ahead of time and be like, all right, let's look at this car. Let's do it. Let's do an inspection. Let's see what I'm getting myself into. Is it worth spending <laughs> the money? Like you know, that's the whole thing, right? I mean, you would you would try to assess that and figure out whether there's room there. Like I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't course. just go out. And, like, I think it's just, just close to that Supra you were looking at the other day, where you're like, well, no one really nah, knows. That he doesn't know, and you don't you know. know. You look at that, and you're you're not giving Art the benefit of the doubt. No, like, because where I think he would make it a, a car that sits for ten years. Just no, a you, risky proposition. Yeah, you you got to do it just to spite Lane, even right? if know, it's right? free. <laughs> you got to do it out of uh, spite. Lane, do it, dude. Uncracked dash, Lane. Uncracked E30 dash. Ask Warren how. For it, dude. Do wait, it, dude. wait, 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 wait! I have never seen an E30 with an uncracked. I know, dash. dude. Isn't that crazy? This I might this, be something. I had this thought of uh, of putting little like toothpicks with signs on them in my cracks of my dash, like Grand Canyon, Copper oh, yeah. Canyon. So you know, nerdy. I should do that on mine. And then get like a little drone, and I could like fly over it, yeah, like yeah. helicopter tours. Uh, Kevin Grunman just bought Collins E30. Fucker. Uh, that 325 IS. I know. Like so clean, dude. It's Travis Tucker's old car. I know oh, it is. And then his and his son's three series got hit in front of his house by a drunk driver. So he, Kevin has a parts car. If everyone, if anyone wants a parts car, parts for one. I, dude, I but, even mentioned it to Kevin. I'm like, hit me up when you're ready to part it out because I'm sure I need some stuff. Uh, yeah. No calls. Oh, he, no he text. Had, it's there. It's at his house. Yeah, no. And what? Never. What is it? It's an I. It's, uh, uh, is automatic. Is is right? Uh, I think it might have been. Yes. Anyways, automatic. Yeah, ES probably. Yeah. Automatic. But it's really nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, it was a really nice exterior, but I think the interior is all sport. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a lemon scar. So no, it's hit pretty good. I think he's selling it. Tweak chassis. I don't know what he paid for that that white E30, but good for you, Kevin. Really happy for you. Mm-hmm. Good job. He's selling his 2002, so that's the replacement. Yeah. Oh, this is for him, not his son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He bought his son like an E92 or E90. It's a good buy. White on black, 325 IS. I think it's an 89 to a best year. Yeah. Pretty good Everything car. and and Colin Tra- just went through Travis it. did everything in it. But then like just, every bushing and yeah, every time I saw Colin, he's like, I fucking hate E30s. Everything breaks all the time. I'm like, oh, you're just going through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got <laughs> what, like, 200, it had like 230,000 miles on it, right? Yeah, I think so, but it's really well kept. So yeah, he's stoked. Um, all right, well, you guys ready for a little trivia? Yeah. Art, are you ready? It's been so long. How's your trivia skills? Probably worse. Do you know how the song goes? I think it goes. Ba da ba ba da ba da ba da ba da ba do 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 something like that. 
<laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I think uh, trivia time. I think Lane just wanted you to sing it in front of your family. Yeah, Amelia, Amelia <laughs> um, was actually singing this? it with me. You just, I don't know if you picked it up. Nice. Uh, what does uh, uh, Jay Lamb has a C-type, right? C-type uh, uh, replica? I D-type, right? Oh, is it D-type? I didn't drive it. Lane drove it. I thought it was D-type. D-type? Yeah, it's not a C-type. Um, I have the, the new... <laughs> we have a singer. <laughs> Elmo's world. Um, all right, let's say it's a D-type. Uh, this is the new price guide. Now they, they stopped doing a range. They just have a median value. Kind of interesting. Uh, Jaguar D-type. Give me the uh, current median value. Holy moly. They produced 77 from 1953 to 1955. Jaguar XK D-type. I'm going to be totally wrong on this. Brian goes no first. Idea. Hmm. It's hard, dude. It's hard. It is hard. I, I feel like I'm in the same boat as Brian on this one. That can't be true. It have to be. Four hundred and eighty grand. What? Unless I hear that. What? Right there, until I hear and holy until, crap! Hey, right when I think I'm in the same boat, then holy I hear crap. No, this guy. But Brian, not for the replica. <laughs> for holy the real crap! Um, I'll go. Uh... <laughs> Artist. <laughs> I make wait, I, I make my name by being bad at trivia. I know. This I know, is no, just, no, you've I'm been just really like, good. You I'm turned, just like no, no. You went on a on a tear. You were yeah, he was doing well, guys, but you just threw that all out the window. Um, Art, I'm gonna uh, 10x uh, Brian's guess and do four million. Four million. Okay. I'm gonna say six million. Okay, Brian was off by nine million. <laughs> uh, nine point five million Dang. is the median value. So some with better history is going to be worth, you know, twelve. Some with well, that seems out. like an unreasonable price, Warren. <laughs> I would never pay that much. <laughs> I remember when movies were twenty five cents. Dude, imagine buying a D type for four hundred eighty thousand. Like Everybody 10 would years have them. Everybody would have them. Or whatever. Fifteen years ago. <laughs> um, this is the new price for the uh, median value of a McLaren F1. There were 106 produced from 1994 through 98. This is like crazy because it's like two cars sold in the last four years. Yeah. Uh, Brian, McLaren F1. He probably is closer. This is investment side. grade A. And uh, yeah, good investment. I feel like he's going to do well on this one. I wouldn't be so sure about that, Lane. <laughs> We've said it on the podcast several times. Hey, I'm not listening. Uh, what was the D-type again? Don't worry about it. By the way, you can't remember from 40 seconds ago. D-type was 10 million, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 25 million. I think that would be the most expensive British car ever sold. I think that record right now is like twenty one million or something. But for the record, I'm covering my face in the magazine, but I covered it before Brian answered. I was already anticipating having to cover my face. Right. So here's the most expensive British car ever, like nineteen. Can we just talk about it? Can we just talk about it? So here's how I do it. Think of what it was. I remember from a podcast long ago that a Ferrari GTO went for fifty million, and that was crazy. So I, I get that data point, and then I say, well, the best car in the world ever created oh, is a stop. McLaren F1, but it's not quite as old, so let's dial it down a few notches. Okay. That's how I come up with my number. Okay. Art? Uh, 14 mil. I'm going to say 9 million. 9 million. 
Art wins 15, 620. That's including long tails. Because I don't feel like I've ever... No, s- I don't think not. I've seen normal ones go over 12. 15 million. I and it s- says investment grade A, and it's changed over the year. The change was 16%. Because one car sells, dude. Yeah. Well, but that's all I don't you think have. I've ever seen one go over 12. Uh, no, there was one at... Uh, a regular car. Yeah, well, it was a regular street car, but it was a long tail. And it yeah, was, a long tail. No, but I mean, it wasn't a race car. It was a street car. Okay. Yeah, it just had a longer tail. Yeah, I know. Like 14 <laughs> That's million. what I said, but not long tail. Is that a longer tail? <laughs> Is that a longer tail? Um, 944 Coupe. 1983 to 1985. The first gen. That is investment grade F. Like Frank, although it did go up 2%. Really? They're calling it F. 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 Dang. Way down the line. Very little value to collectors. <laughs> uh, no no uh, production numbers available. Doesn't For some reason, they don't have it. Too many to note. They the don't have numbers. Broke. They lost. They don't have any digits. Probably like 60,000 in that area. I, I have no idea. 83 to 85. What is Lane's uh, very good condition? What, what condition are we looking at? Median. Oh, the median? <laughs> yeah. So, so low, dude. Can I tell a quick story? Tom sent out an, uh, a link to a, a 944 Turbo for sale, $2,500. Oh, God. We all oh, saw God. it. I didn't see it. <laughs> the piece of shit one that you said? Did you remember Oh, it? my God. Yeah. I fucking saw that car the day after we were talking about what? it. Whoa. I was driving to Los Angeles and it was driving the other way. <laughs> Crazy. You recognized it? Dude, it was so recognizable. It was completely tattered. They were, all fenders were fucked up. I saw the exact car and it was listed in Bakersfield and I was driving through Bakersfield. That's right. Uh, it was literally within days of texting that's you guys. Crazy. That's pretty cool. So you turned around and chased it's it down. It's still available. Twenty five hundred bucks. It is definitely the worst nine forty four I've ever seen. Car. Like for sure. The worst yeah. worst nine forty five I've ever seen. Wait, car. is that it's the better. one you sent me? The black no, one? T- yeah, Tom sent it. Oh. I don't know. Tom Neal parts car. Tom Neal. Alright, yeah. Brian first. Or same same oh, wait, order. Just I a medium value of a nine forty four. Fifty five hundred bucks. Good Brian, guess. That's a good, good guess. guess, dude. Good guess. Million. Five grand. Uh, and this is this is collector market only. It's probably gonna be less because it's median, dude. No, it's oh, also whatever. it's also a price guide, so it's probably uh, more. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. do uh, seventy five hundred. Oh, good guess, seven thousand. Nice, two percent really? gain over the last year. Right. How much uh, percent? Two two percent gain. You can't even calculate a two percent gain. Right. <laughs> what uh, what year is the is Rick's zero uh, one? Ninety first 90. year. Nineteen ninety zero one coupe three thousand forty nine produced. That is an investment grade C with an 8% change for the better. What is that median value? I have a number. I'll let Brian go 17. First. I like Brian's guesses. 17? No, it's got to be higher. I'll bet it's... I'll bet it's uh, sorry, I'm changing it. That's not within the rules probably, but I'm going to say 19.5. Okay. That's a good one. Art? Mm. Uh, 21. 21. I'm going to say 24. Good guess. 25. Five. Nice. Really? Uh, investment grade C, like Charlie. How many Carrera GTs did Porsche build from 2004 to 2005? Dude, I don't know. That is the production run of the Carrera GT. I don't know. 300, Alex. That's a good number. Hmm. I feel like it's a number where they... Was it one of those cars where they built more because they had demand? I'm a, Investment grade B. 500? 
I love a that's investment grade B. It's a million dollar, almost a million dollar. It's funny. Car. There's cars that are inexpensive that are A's, and it's just saying the the appreciation. Is Career GTs have done crazy shit, dude. One negative one percent last year. Yeah, one. That's not even calculatable. Uh, you could buy a. Uh, I, so in Hemmings or no, what's the one? Dupont. Uh huh. Black Career GT. God, I don't know. Was that American Carbon? It was like I was at the new shop too. Probably like six years ago, two hundred and eighty thousand dollars, dude. Dang. Now they're like seven eighty um, to a million. You know, yeah, seven hundred and fifteen like is medium, but I bet nine hundred for a perfect one. Yeah. You know, six fifty for a. So stories. how many did they build? How many uh, production value? Three hundred and fifty. You said five hundred, all right? Yeah, you did. No, I never said. I don't know. I feel like no, it's more, dude. I'm pretty sure you I'll said like, five hundred. I'll do like uh, twelve fifty. Dude. Nailed it. 12, Whoa. 1270. Holy shit. Whoa. No way. Oh, That's a lot of cars, dude. I'm surprised to see I that. I was going to say yeah, 900 70. originally, but yeah, I, was, I don't know. Yeah. I think that is one of those cars where they kept building it. Yeah. Like they were only supposed to build it for 2004, and then they like. It's still a really low amount, but I you just never see them. It's a lot for a but supercar it's a lot. It's like, like that. That's like F40 territory. I think they built like 1,400 yeah. F40s, and they always talk about like, oh my gosh, there's so many. But that's, that's I know. All that cars. stuff. I. I've said it before. I mean, I've, I'm sure I've said it a million times, but we're being reading Excellence magazine and them saying a Porsche 911 will never be a, a collector collector car because they built too many of them. Yeah, <laughs> that statement right there, like any right. 911. Yeah, they're talking about like 65. There's just too many 64. of them. They built too many of them. They'll never be a collector car. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. To say that to Ford uh, Mustangs. They used to say that about. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Ford Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. Uh, recently, they uh, discovered a uh, humongous fungus, mm-hmm. and that's it's now cool that's a good band name. Was it the uh, humongous, humongous fungus. fungus? Wait, was it the one that they found in China that turned out to be a butt plug? <laughs> Do you remember that one? What the heck? <laughs> no, I don't remember that one. <laughs> Everyone remembers that one. Or it was like a weekly you're reading. Or it was like a pocket vagina or something. You know what a yeah, like it, it was. It was, dude, what? totally. Look it up YouTube. Uh, it's everywhere. Is where no, it's I'm not says. looking that up. <laughs> Definitely not looking it up. What would the search term for that be? I don't know. Look don't up know. sex what toy. Are you using for that look art? up sex your toy fungus China. China. Sex dude, toy imagine your fungus. Google ads on the side of every web page after oh, that. God. You're it's entering you, a world of pain. Dude, for some reason, that's how you end up with like small pickup racing on in the SCCA on YouTube. I keep getting wrestling news feed stuff <laughs> wwe and i keep why? saying stop well, i don't we know. know exactly why because he searched for wrestling at some I, point I, I never did when yeah did you, you did for... you talked about it on what where your at? Phone, your oh you know what i might have talked about the under the giant documentary <laughs> oh you did on oh facebook. you did there it is it's dude, facebook uh, selling all your i don't shit, i'm dude. not on facebook lane please. dude you did you you were talking about the documentary i probably looked up stats for the trivia yeah shit <laughs> and now every time it's like stories you might like and it's like you won't believe what happened on wwe i'm like i don't care and art gets butt plug articles <laughs> well yeah of course he does okay let's let's move on all right uh what was what was the name again um, humongous fungus humongous fungus all right it's like they, a kid's band they found a humongous <laughs> fungus in uh michigan uh, they originally discovered in 1992. They were like, "Holy shit!" This oh, thing's, you know this what? Brad weird. was born in Michigan around that time, probably. So. <laughs> Humongous fungus. <laughs> yeah, they called him in high school. All right. How big is this fungus? It's one organism. And how old is it? What Whoa. are we talking about? Pounds? 
however you want to well, list it's it. It's the size of a pocket pussy Ac- or a dildo, so yeah. I can't weigh that much. <laughs> well, Brian's what? face right now is not happy. Dude, I'm telling you, you got, it's, you it's the most amazing thing You don't thing remember ever. what we were talking about one minute that ago? That video is amazing, dude. It's, it's actually like a newscaster. Brian's it's it's, a, it's a, a news anchor he's built bewildered. hovering over like the guy that's that pulled it out of the ground, supposedly, <laughs> and he's holding it in his hand, and it's obviously a fake vagina. And like the guy's totally serious, and they're trying – It's there's like – well, researchers i know you said butt plug and i've never seen this video i don't know it, it, you know everybody it's, in the world it's one of those that, that doubles as a butt plug maybe you know one side goes in the other one <laughs> no 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 <laughs> don't know by the don't way no, uh, you do not want to mix up your butt plugs and your fake vaginas <laughs> right i think there are should... rules here that you don't cross over those rules right get your phone out real quick what search engine do you use <laughs> Start searching for this. I'm telling you, dude. Right. Look up how big is try this? fungus. Uh, no one's looking it up. <laughs> no. Stop it. Uh, all right. Well, here, here. I'll get, vagina, I'll, China vagina. That's another China band vagina. name. Are we looking at square feet? I'm going to throw humongous out fungus, two acres. Humongous fungus. I'm giving you an, a, a measurement. Uh, yeah. What kind of like square footage uh, 20, are we doing? Whatever you want. I'm, 20 I'm answering first, Art, and I'm saying two acres. Going, two acres, going, and how old is it? Whoa. Oh, age. No, two acres is, is the yeah. size. I, no, no, I understand. I was just Give saying it out loud for myself. Age is the next thing we're focusing on. Uh, 21 years old. <laughs> it can drink. I really... <laughs> exactly. All right, I'm doing... Um, <laughs> just all the red, the red. I'm doing 150 years, and it's 25 foot across. 25, 25 feet across, and it's 150 years old. Okay. I'm going to do... <laughs> 20,000 square feet. Okay. Okay. Um. And I'm gonna do like 800 years old. Wow. Wow. (laughs) You're all underguessed both by a lot. Okay. This one organism is 180 acres. What the? Wow. And it's 2,500 years old. Wow. Organism. I mean, we're talking. So it's not 21 years old? Here. 21 years old and 25 <laughs> feet wide. Humongous fungus. <laughs> Humongous fungus, 2,500 years old. Wait, where was this thing hidden if it's that big? Like under the soil. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. It's like a fungus. Uh, it's just yeah. little. Fungi just kind of. Yeah, they just go out. Tentacles. Gotcha, but gotcha. then you realize when you search for that one 10 acres that way and 10 acres that way, they're the same yeah. organism. Wow. Fucking crazy, man. Earth, man. Earth, nature. Man. Nature, man. Mellow ground. Far this out. Is wild, dude. Far fucking out, man. Oh, it's a podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And now what is going to show up in uh, Wham's sidebar when he does searches? Who knows? I'd way rather get fungus than you WWE. Fungus. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> you won't believe like what modern What about stuff? that fungus? Yes. Oh, it's that like thing's been around since 1979. <laughs> Nobody cares about the SmackDown. I can't believe it's still happening. <laughs> Nobody so I just cares. keep saying, not relevant, not relevant, not relevant. Cage not match? Relevant. Is that and still a thing? keeps coming. Like Hulk Hogan looks amazing now. You watch. I'm like, no, I'm not watching. <laughs> you won't imagine what happened is. to him. Exactly. This actor. All right, we'll see you guys Later. next time. Later. Bye. Bye, Art. Don't hang up, Art. I feel like he's going to do well on this one. I wouldn't be so sure about that.